Good afternoon and welcome to the Alathis Realty Studios here in downtown Russellville. Uh, I'm joined today with Brad Neiman and our guest today, uh, Mr. Nolan Edwards. He's uh, been a client of the firm for a number of years now. Great guy, local guy, knows all about the River Valley and has interesting stories to tell. Welcome, Nolan. Glad to be here. I want to know a little bit more about downtown. What? Uh, because, it, I, I mean, you you mentioned being involved in media uh, for a short period of time. Of course, you worked out at the nuclear plant. And um, and then you spent some time downtown. You've got some interest in the Lattimore house. So let's just cover yeah, yeah whatever you want to talk about, but, Nolan. But, you know, I probably would just go ahead and talk about how I ended up in Russellville. Yeah. Um, my mom and dad had a house at London on Round Mountain. Uh, my daddy was an avid fisherman. And no, I don't fish. Uh, that's because I've been drug out on the lake all out. <laughs> and uh, so I ended up going to school at Tech and uh, lived out there and then came to the dorm and uh, met my wife. Um, she was she worked for the newspaper and uh, for a number of years. And then um, about 25 years into the experience and three kids, and we ended up starting about the River Valley magazine. And uh, basically it was just time for her to do something different. She had parents in town and she was taking care of parents and thing. it just gave better time management. And, uh, and the magazine was about downtown and it was, it was, and it was really about Russellville. Um, and it, it did really, really well. And uh, so it was her thing. Um, it start it started over a tier, and uh, she had been with the paper for a long time. She she was a publisher and edit where she was she was an editor, and then she was a salesperson. A lot of people remember, her. and uh, so but she had pretty much built downtown, and she was had become the vice president of Main Street Russellville, which um, I've definitely support building a downtown thing because yeah. I truly believe a town that ever loses its identity of its main street will lose its identity I mean sure it's great to have businesses but you know you need a, a central core um, you know, a focal place and and I became involved in, in main street washed a bunch of dishes um, did a lot of events, um, um, supported the um, conductor project, um, supported building uh, the, the Home Depot, the Depot Park, uh, Main Street originally owned, Main Street Russellville, which is was is kind of operated by the city, but it was, it's, 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 it's on 501C. It bought a piece of property and was basically trying to provide a place downtown, but we needed to take it to the next step. And the next step was to develop that piece of property into something that Russellville could use. So we basically, I was a part of the board at the time that we turned that piece of property over to the city and the city matched it and did the funds to go do the depot part because we really didn't have a courthouse step to go do anything. Right. I mean, and uh, it was to be a common place to go do movies, to go do talks, um, their major fundraisers. You know, we needed a piece of real estate. And uh, 
it really worked out. You know, Rust, Main Street Russellville still does two fundraisers. What is it, the Chili Festival? I don't know what the... Yeah, the Fall Fest. Fall yeah. Fest. You know, last two years, it's pretty much like a bump on its nose, over, just like everything else for COVID. But I think it'll be back. You know, the whole town's full. And, and if you ever go to a good Fall Fest... There's people, people everywhere, not a place to walk. We did that last year, and I was amazed at the people yeah. that came out. Yeah. I've, I've had the privilege of cooking chili. Um, had a lot of fun doing it. Spent a lot of money doing it. Yeah, we called you for advice on yeah, that. We did. almost won. Almost, yeah, that's, <laughs> I can say that, too. And, and I, I probably should have gave you the winning apron. <laughs> we needed something. Yeah, just a little bit to push you over the edge. It's a, it's a little tough. Cook, cooking chili for people and cooking chili for competition something else yep. but I've, I've eaten a lot of chili I've, I've judged a lot of chili I've judged a lot of pies um, yeah and but I'm, I'm really into Main Street as a whole I, I'm definitely into the art walk uh, I like what Russellville has turned into Main Street Russellville did man, man I lose track of time did a bond for uh, like a project to provide the downtown merchants yeah. with money to go rehab their buildings. Yeah, and, I remember and, when and, that happened. Yeah, and um, I was part of that selection project. Who gets what money when? And you know, and I, and I with Betsy McGuire yep. had the privilege of going through all of that and and doing all that the right way. You know, not that it goes to special people that. You know their projects are judged and it's all documented. That was that, that was one of my things. You know, the legal world gets so funky, especially when you start messing with state money, and yeah. because it was all state money, you know, you need to make sure you had a clean, yeah, clean, clean slate when it's all said and done. Because there's so many rules that you're not aware of. And uh, I was vice president for a while. I decided to step down out of that. Um, I picked up the tender that was a Diane's for, and uh, I did that. And I really thought I wanted to go do Main Street, but I decided that I was going to go do some other stuff and kind of get my life back together after I lost her. And uh, that's where it is. Uh, the Lattimore house you talked about. Yeah. Uh, I met Jane, and she's one of the what I call the barnstormers. Um, she. Uh, she she started telling me about this. I eat at Stobie's all the time. That's the only place I eat. But um, and she was telling me about this project in this book, and I I I, I met Jane just because she she ate at Stobie's too, and she was telling me about this story, and I was totally fascinated. Then she started telling me about the Lattimore House, and that they were raising money to move it, and they wanted to rehab it, and she says, "Do you want in?" And I was going. Do I want in? But um, and she and she goes, um, well, I don't know if I really want in. I said you're going to have to convince me. And she sat down at the table with me. And she told me this story, and I said, okay, I'll I'll do this. And I wrote her a check, and uh, I was going, well, we'll just see where it goes, and. Um, and then I, when it came time for tax season, I ended up at the, the other end. I got this beautiful thank you note. And I'm going, this is a classy operation. I mean, you know, it, I, 
and, the, and this is your receipt, and I'm going, man, somebody's doing this right. And, uh, I, you know, I'd love to see the Lattimore house get a, get a, a hold. I, once again, it's about saving the identity of our town. Um, it, uh, I just, I don't know a lot about it. I don't know where it sits, but um, it, it's definitely something that the community should back. And, and it's just like everything else, it needs money. And, it, and, <clears throat> and they have an organization together. I think Betsy McGuire is involved with it. She's pretty much the, she knows the go pull the strings just like she did when she was working with Main Street. And then you have um, Jane that pretty much is willing to go out and beat the pavement. And and hopefully it'll end up being something that we can put in our envelope of things to keep just like our Main Street. You know, our Main Street absolutely is, is gorgeous. If you come off of the, the overpass and you come into Russellville, it's, it's just, it's fascinating. And you come out of what I call the old historical piece when you come back past the, the uh, what is it? Is it the Mac, the Mason House, the the one on the corner, the Doctor's House, where it starts the yep. historic mm -hmm. district? And a lot of people don't even know that Russellville is the downtown is actually historic. It is a, actually in the historic convention and the, the um, register, and all of that that process is pr it's pretty interesting. It's, it makes it hard to do some things, but what anything worth having is worth <laughs> labor anyway. And, you know, talking about downtown being a historic district, being able to walk downtown uh, around, you'll see several historic monument plates on the sides of buildings talking about when the buildings were constructed, who owned them originally. and When and the fire happened. happened. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. Most people don't realize two-thirds of Russellville burned down once. Right, it did. As, yeah. as well as many, many little cities all over right. the country. About in the 20s, Clarksville had a big fire, too. I didn't realize right. that. Um, and we moved back here in 2002, and it wasn't like that then. No, it wasn't did, like that. I didn't know that you were instrumental in yeah, making but, it like yeah. it is today, so that's awesome. And, and, and I'll really say Betsy was instrumental. I mean, she had 15 years and um, beating the streets and merchants and, and, you know, and good or bad, one of the most interesting things about redeveloping a downtown is waiting for the people to change out. I right. mean, yeah. the, the attrition, you know, um, you know, either the kids want to reinvest or they just want out. I right. mean, and they're the ones that hold, end up holding, you know, our, our heirs end up holding the buildings. And and a lot of that's happened, you know, and, and Russellville's burned like the old Leonard's building. I remember old Leonard's, I mean, I used to go dig through the bins for the cheapest nuts and bolts. Uh, they kind of got that straightened out now, but it was downtown, and I mean, it was just like a mercantile. I mean, look what was hang dangling over your head, just terrify you. Yeah, they had no idea what they had then, just like they don't now. I'd hate to do inventory in Leonard's. But but you don't understand how much better it is, Brad. <laughs> uh, at, at least at least you can get to the right corner in the store. I mean, <laughs> and they're always happy to help. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's always somebody, and they know what's going on. That's the most impressive thing, and they know where every. They do know where everything is. They they really do, and and I've even been sent next door to the old Kroger building to say, yeah, it's in there somewhere. Uh, I don't think they'll let you go over there anymore, but um, yeah, Leonard's has always been been part of 
part of Russellville. I actually remember Russellville when literally rolled up at one o'clock on Saturday. Yep. You couldn't buy anything. No, there was not a Walmart. There were places to eat, Hardee's, Whataburger, Dairy Queen, Old South, and Stobie's. I remember I ate at Stobie's the first day it opened. I mean. Yep, I remember talking to uh, Mr. Rush before he sold out, and he was telling me this this was a dirt road this when I a, started. It was a dirt road when it started, yeah. Sure enough. And and there and there was there wasn't two lanes on Main Street either. I remember when they cut the trees down. I, I, I was in college when they did that, and it was a yeah. mess. But it's yeah. I mean, I mean, there were people crying over the trees coming down. And I they, remember. And, and now there's they're as big as the ones they cut down. Yeah. 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 yeah I got <clears throat> I got a good friend that uh, took over Peter's family living, mm-hmm. Doug Williams. Doug. And I know they, Doug. <clears throat> they were cleaning out everything when he he started there when we were in college as a warehouse guy. And now he. He runs the joint, so it's pretty cool. But I don't know, 20 years ago or so, they were cleaning out some stuff, and they had taken in, like, mule saddles in trade for furniture back in the 40s. Yeah. Pretty cool. Absolutely. I mean, it was Flav and and Bill. I mean, you know, little Bill. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But... You know, and, and that's that's part of the things that you'll lose. You know, you'll you'll lose those identities for time, but as long as you keep them alive, you know they're still existing. I, that's why I live in Russellville. I, was, I mean, I mean honestly, Russellville's eighty miles to two great cities, a hundred miles if you really want to go to Northwest Arkansas. It's an hour and a half. I have kids that live in everywhere, and I consider them the perfect distance away from me. Right. <laughs> In fact, I was I was talking to my daughter this morning about it. I said, "She's just too close." <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have to call before they come. Make sure you're going to be there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and you know, and I and my, my parents lived in Dardanelle for a while. They lived over on, on Bay Ridge, and uh, that that was really interesting. I mean, that's a whole different community. Yep. I mean. You cross over the you cross over the bridge. It's like going to a different world. It's a free state of Yale. It is definitely the free state of Yale. Yep. And your dad was a clockmaker. Wasn't no, he? my 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 current wife Jenny. Her dad was okay. Her, he's the one. All he's, right. Yeah, he's he's a retired clockmaker in his nineties, but um, doesn't really do any work anymore. But his phone still rings from the guys that are fixing the clock. Say, hey Herb, how do you do this? Yeah, that's, lost, a, that's a dying art, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, my house sounds like a bomb. I mean, <laughs> there, there's things ticking and talking and banging and, and going on all hours of night. My kids go and say, how do you do? listen to that? Like that first scene from Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, the absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. And something else I remember, in your house when you were young, you had like every medal or badge or whatever you could oh, get from oh, the I still Boy have Scouts. I, yeah. have, I, have, I was an Eagle Scout. In fact, my scoutmaster died just this last year, and I was going, "Wow, you know, how how one individual can change your life forever." Yeah. I mean, and uh, I, and actually, Burkhalter, the guy that ran for lieutenant governor last time, yeah, he was in my scout troop. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, and his dad was the first scoutmaster, and my mother was a den mother under. You know, I'm going, "Wow, you know," and that was in a whole different world. I mean, that was in Sylvan Hills in North Little Rock. Yep. Where I'm really where I'm from. Yeah, that's. I've had a pretty good run in, in, in Arkansas. Born in California, ended up in Arkansas. I didn't know you were from California. I didn't yeah, know I was that either. Born in La Puente, California, West Covina. 
West Covina County. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. That's a pretty good place to be from nowadays. Yeah. My, <laughs> my mother was from Alabama, ended up in Alabama like everybody did in the 50s because yep. there was all sorts of work. Um, ended up coming back to Arkansas and uh, my dad happened to op open one of the very first freeway service stations in the state of Arkansas. No kidding, really. If you remember freeway, they would they were part of Sunray DX and uh, as the gasoline business changed, he changed and became an area manager and uh, he lived in North Rock and drove over five or six states. Yeah, but uh, then he ended up in Russellville when he retired on 20 acres over on Bay Ridge, Bay Ridge Road. <laughs> I was lucky enough to be that guy that got to spend my Saturdays with my dad cleaning cleaning land and trying to kill myself on a on John Deere or a Macy tractor. Yeah, that, I did a bunch of that when I was young. and It doesn't seem like fun at the time, but when you look back. Oh, yeah. It was a bunch of sweat and tears. Yep. Saw briars. I still hadn't figured out how I didn't get snake bit, <laughs> but I didn't. Um. Over the last 10 years, we've really seen a lot of revitalization downtown. Uh, we've seen a lot of grant money come into town. We've seen a lot of investors, private investors, bringing um, mixed use back downtown. So we've got apartments above storefronts that are right. down downstairs. What do you see in the next 10 or 15 years for Russellville um, that would help us continue the trend? You know, and I've talked to all the mayors about this. Um, one of the things that Russellville really struggles with, and I think probably most towns struggle with it, is their future. I remember when Conway was a little cow dunk town, I think Russellville has built the infrastructure to go more like Conway. Um, I don't know if I really like all that, but, 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 but all of it's there. It will change. Downtown will be its entity. Everybody loves to say, well, you know, I don't like to go downtown because there's no parking. I maintain we don't have a parking town problem in Russellville, Arkansas. We have a walking problem. And uh, they'll go park at the back side of Walmart's parking lot and walk to the back of Walmart and never fuss. And, you know, and they've only walked a third of the distance even they tried to do go down and eat at Fat Daddy's in sure. Russellville. Sure. I mean, so. Um, Russellville's going to change. Um, I would like to see more residential. Was Americold just built something? Yeah. It's only going to hire like 100 people, so it's pretty right. automated. I think that you're going to compete from the automated standpoint, you know. Um, Firestone's probably the oldest entity here. It, it, was, a, it was a city development Um only place I know in the United States making tubes, if I'm right. If I'm right, I believe that's right. And you know, and Conagra, I think they're out of land. Their only choice is to go up. Yeah, they built uh, that place out. Right, Tyson. There's a lot of there's a lot of freezer. Uh, I really see Russellville probably be more of a transportation hub. You know, it's got rail, it's got it's got water. It's really got the the river ports. Not all it should be, but but there's probably some some money to be spent there. I-40, you know, as 49 gets finished, going down South Texarkana, I mean, that'd just be another route to Dallas. 
Um, I'd love to see something like an Amazon. I, I'd like to see some, what I'll call upper wage stuff. You know, I, I really don't think I want a steel mill, but uh, you know, I, 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 I don't think, I think I'd like a little more upper economic stuff to be, and, and all of that stuff's changing. I mean, the whole, the whole equation's changing. Yeah, we had talked earlier about people looking to this area of the country, you know, it's oh yeah, it's cheap to live here compared to everywhere else, and I I, I would assume it's cheap to yeah. build a factory here and employ people. And well, somebody and this just floored me. And my daughter had a friend that lives that lived in New York and went and did a degree there. And but this guy, this kid, had a hundred square foot apartment, and it was twelve hundred dollars a month. And I'm saying, you, you know. How, how do you go do that? And you know, all he wanted to be was a, an actor. I mean, could, yeah, sure. And then, then I hear on the other side of the story, I turn kind of turns into a news guy that this guy that that people are leaving New York, and they're leaving L.A. They are, you know, they are. and it, and that there has to be some place for them to, to live. You know, all the guys I worked with at the nuclear plant, um, most nuclear plants aren't this close to a town. You know, they're. They're out stuck in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And uh, and all they wanted was, you know, five acres, 10 acres out in the woods. Russellville's full of it. You can go go ride 20 minutes, you can be sitting in the National Forest. You know, that's one of the things that always surprised people is they've been decommissioning and closing down Indian Point. We've had a ton of people that have relocated here to go to work for Intergy and A&O. And every single one of them is surprised not only at, at what they can buy here for the money that they were spending in New York, but also just the amenities that are here. If they like to fish or hunt or go hiking or yeah. bicycling, um, the bicycle trails and stuff that the Walton Foundation has helped with in, on Mount Nebo, uh, it's just an incredible opportunity for somebody who enjoys the outdoors. Right. Uh, we try to get them here in, you know, September, October, not so much August, but yeah. So, yeah, coming uh, from New York, you melt in the summertime here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a guy I worked with at a simulator project and he, he came from um, Vermont. Yeah, I think it's Vermont. And he, he came in the middle of the summer and I met his wife and she's just melting. Yeah. You know, going, <laughs> it goes away. It's pretty much September 15th. And you, you know, you, you can plan on doing something better. I mean, it's too hot at the swimming pool. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. It's yeah. Like bath yeah, you water. sweat yeah. In, the, in the water. Yeah, yeah I, I remember going to the ice plant and having a friend. She, he was going to have a birthday party, and he had a little swimming pool in the back. And we bought a truckload of ice to go put in the pool so <laughs> the kids could swim. Yeah. We were talking about your boat. You said you bought it in Chicago. Yeah, I, bu I bought. I purchased it. I was Which in one? Chicago, well, but it was it was in Melbourne. Oh, it Florida. was already in Florida. Okay, because oh, yeah. I was curious. Did you sail it through the Great Lakes no, and come down around that boat? The t all the time I owned it, it probably went 200 miles. It went up and down the international coast, ICW coast um, way. Um, it didn't take me long to go figure out that that wasn't my gig. I mean, I th everybody dreams of this adventure of going sailing, and and, the, and this is this is kind of sad. I took the boat from Melbourne, and we went down the ICW, and you think this thing is wide. The Arkansas River's wide. I mean, it's literally a ditch. And you, 
got your sonars and all of that stuff, and there's always somebody bigger than you going faster than you are. I mean, and they'll sink you. I mean, those big, those big ocean-going boats, they throw waves. And they'll you know, say, hey, Captain, I'm on your left. And, you know, <laughs> hang on. It's 35-foot bo- boats like the like the minnow on Gilligan's Island. And uh, I went, we went to Vero Beach and pulled up in a, in a marina and tied up to a marine and we had a kayak. And that's how we went back and forth. And I did my first experience ever getting on a public bus going to town, buying groceries, and bringing back a case of beer on a bus. I mean, I'm going, do people really do this? (laughs) And you look around, and here's these other sailor dudes that are doing the same thing. They're carrying engine parts. On the bus. On the bus. I mean, and that's that's how you moved around. And I met some people on the the water, and... uh, and this one guy was really polite to me, you know, we talked a little bit. And he said, yeah, I can tell you how to live on a 100-watt solar power generator. He said, I've been doing it for 40 years. Really? And, uh, but, I mean, their life is the same thing. The total excitement to the people is they met somebody three years ago while they were sailing in the Bahamas. And they're coming over and having a glass of wine on their boat. Yep, I mean, yep. that's the highlight. And I'm, I'm not putting all this stuff, processing it together. Yep. And it's, you know, I'm going, is this really what I want to do? And I went, and this this boat was big and heavy and had full sails up. And Don and I were sailing out in a pretty good-sized bay. And, uh, and I got back, and, man, I was whipped. And I said, I'm going to do this by myself, not and you know, the boat weighed 18,000 pounds. Uh, and, and when you hit the dock with 18,000 pounds, it's just kind of like you're the sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, things vibrate. And uh, it, it was a pretty cool experience. I mean, I pretty much sold it as quick as I bought it. I mean, I had it a year and a half. And it, was, it was a hole in the water, which I poured money into. Uh, but it was, it was a neat thing to go do. Well, they say the two best days in a guy's life. When you, when you, when you buy a boat and sell a boat. <laughs> yeah. And I've sold one, too. So I've had like six or eight days in my life. <laughs> and I still have a boat. So, yeah, I've got a 27-foot boat up on Greer's. Really? Yeah. And uh, Do you have one in Florida now? No. I got rid of just that Just a one. condo? Just, I, yeah, we just have a condo in Florida. That's, that's Jenny's gig on Orange Beach down in Alabama, really. All right, guys, thanks for joining us today on The Spotlight with Lathis Realty. Remember, you can check out all the episodes of The Spotlight by visiting our Facebook page, YouTube, or our website. You can always call us at 479-968-5668 or cruise on over to russellvilleliving.com. Nolan, this has been fun. I appreciate you coming by and visiting with us today. And always um, join with Brad Neiman. Thank you, Nolan. Thank you much.